Hey everybody, welcome to the 87th episode of Ryan is Super Strong, the podcast. This week we have Donna Loudon. She plays Elsa at Disneyland. She's a uh, swing in the national touring uh, production of Bright Star. And she's just an awesome person. So I got her into the studio to have a great episode of the podcast that I think you guys are going to really enjoy. You can check her out on all her social media at Donna Genie uh, after you get done. And um, I wanted to take a quick moment because I forgot to plug... Chris Hackman, who did the intro and outro music, as well as uh, Chad Coleman, who did the art for the show. I always plug them at the end of the show, and for some reason, I just forgot in this episode. So, um, I mentioned Chris at one point in the middle of the episode, but I don't do my normal plug for them at the end. So, um, I was just like, what's wrong with me? So, I thought I'd plug them real quick here at the front. Um, and also, uh, I guess this week, for me, it's all private stuff again. So, I'm back in I'm back in Los Angeles. I was in Kansas, as you guys know, the last couple of weeks, so or last like week and a half. And now I'm back and uh, ready to hit it again. So uh, check out the old social media. Tons of new stuff coming out uh, soon. With uh, Yeah, I'm still not mentioning all that stuff, so I'm really excited to be releasing some videos and stuff we've been working on. Um, but I'll, I'll fill you guys in with more details soon. Just stay up on the Instagram, you know, old Ninja Knutson. Um, I think that's it for now. Nice, short, sweet intro today. You know what I mean? So what I want you to do is get yourself a nice, cool beverage. Sit next to someone you really love, <laughs> turn the volume on high, and enjoy the freaking show! Alright, hey, hey, hey! Welcome to the Ryan is Super Strong Podcast. This is Ryan Knudsen and I am, you guessed it, super strong. <laughs> Today's strength level is Evander Holyfield. Do you remember that that old boxer? I only say old, he's not that long ago, but he's an old man now. Evander Holyfield, isn't he the one that got his ear bit? That's right. Oh, yes, okay. <laughs> you have to be pretty damn strong to take an <laughs> ear bite from Mike Tyson, in my opinion. I'm feeling that strong today. I'm feeling like I could take a bite from Mike Tyson today. <laughs> That's how strong I feel today. So the strength level is Evander Holyfield. Oh, my God. Um, today, I have a special guest. That's no different than every week. I have, I have special guests every week, and they're, they're the light of my life. <laughs> Um, this week uh, we have a great person. I uh, this we'll get we'll get to this in a second, but let me introduce this person first. Um, this is a multi-talented singer, actress, music theater lady, S- great smile, fun to be around, energetic, works at Disneyland, uh, travels the country with uh, Bright Star. Is that correct? That's true. Uh, this is the wonderful, talented Donna Loudon. Oh my gosh. You should come with me everywhere. Introduce me. I'm like, um, just, just a minute. Here we, we go into Applebee's and I stop everybody. Oh, yeah. Oh, their, please their do. Their riblet basket. I don't remember the last time I went to an Applebee's. Me I don't neither. think I've ever been to an Applebee's. Actually, the last time I went was was like three or four years ago. I had a beer there with my old mentor, drum mentor. And then and then after that, I don't remember the last time before that. I like a good Coco's. Oh, Coco. I've never been there. I see those. I like their breakfast. That's right. Coco's is is like California thing. They have like breakfast and they have pie and that kind of thing. Oh, that's that's good. It's kind of like a bad Marie Calendars. Anyway. A bad Marie Calendars. (laughs) 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 That makes it sound so good. already derailed this <laughs> no that's fine that's all we do here on the show perfect great that's, that's all there is there's no rails Amazing. to be on actually great great perfect 
<laughs> it is a jankily train at best. <laughs> um, yeah, so what I was going to say, and, and that was that, you know, sometimes on the show I have people that I have known forever. Sometimes I have people that I've, I've, I've known for a long time in California, or I go to other, I, I record from other cities often when I'm traveling mm. and record with, you know, friends of all these things. But like Donna here is an example of someone that we've spent very little time together. We just like a couple, like a rehearsal and a show, basically. Yeah. We didn't, we haven't really spent that much time together. But, um, right away got along and I knew that you'd be a great guest and I love hyping uh, like up and coming entertainers in Los Angeles and you're perfect for this show. And I, and it's a good chance for like, that's one of the reasons I love doing this show is I get to hang out with people that otherwise I wasn't hanging out with very much, you know, that I want to hang out with. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so I'm that's glad awesome. you came here. Thanks so much for being I'm here. Super stoked to be here. Yeah. And I you am, just, you just came from work. Yeah. Right? I drove straight from work. So you were at Disneyland all day, and you play Elsa in Frozen. I do. There, right? I play Elsa at the uh, Frozen Live at the Hyperion, and um, I went in. I did two shows today, nice. and uh, then I came right here. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what's your schedule like at Disneyland? Are you there? How many days a week are you doing that? Well, because I'm with uh, the National Tour of Bright Star, I'm not. I don't have specific days. <gasps> so, like, when I Basically, what will happen is someone will say, hey, uh, you know, and Elsa will message me or call me and say, hey, uh, I want to do this thing. Are you available to work? And if I'm in town, generally I say yes. So I'm booked out because I'm a sub. So like right. I'll just sub in whenever okay, people cool. like like a musician. Yeah. yeah, sub yeah. In. Mm-hmm. So I sub in whenever people need me. Um, uh-huh. This week I'm here four days. Last week I was there four days. And then we leave to go to Worcester Mass with Bright Star on Monday. So okay. I'm just like. We got home from Houston. I went straight to Disney, bang out like eight Disney shifts, and then go back on the road. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's hyper busy. It's crazy. That's awesome. It's wild. I like live by my calendar. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I generally don't even know where I'm going. I just like have a it's plane like, ticket I have and then to look leave at it. Where day. is this? Yeah. yeah I'm going I, somewhere. I, I totally get that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very familiar with that. I hate airports and spend most of my life in them. Oh my gosh. I'm. I hate a, it. You know, it's funny because when you don't travel a lot, you feel like you have this routine. Like, oh, you know, when I do this, blah blah blah. Uh-huh. But then when you start traveling all the time. Mm-hmm. It turns into something totally different. Like, yeah. I never thought I was going to be the kind of person that could fall asleep sitting up or right. that could, like, fall asleep listening to a book or uh-huh. whatever. Or, like, the things or the that guy I'm that's brushing to teeth in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. Like I do that. all the You see things. someone do that once and you're like, what are you doing, dude? And then you're like, oh, yeah, I get it. He yeah. has proper hygiene. You have to brush your teeth <laughs> in the bathroom. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He has proper hygiene. I feel hygiene. like a different human now right after traveling so much right no to- no it, it changes it changes your perspective it changes your whole vibe for sure um okay well cool so th- you know every week you know people know who i am they listen to this show and they go yeah we get it you're ryan we know that that's we're in fact it's time for a new person to come <laughs> we're tired with of you <laughs> we're tired of this same person um but but the thing that they're all interested in is you know i mean some people i'm sure are tuning in because you're you, they see hey my friend don is on this show but a lot of people are going who is this Donna Loudon? What is she all about? You know. So the first question I always ask my guest is, "Who are you? Who are what are you, you doing here?" <laughs> well, who am I? I introduce <laughs> me again. <laughs> that's who I am. That's right. That's true. I gotta listen to a lot of things. Uh, well, I'm a musical theater actor in Southern California. I'm from mm-hmm. San Diego. Um, I. Live in North Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> We've actually kind of covered quite a bit about what you do. I know. Already. I know. That's who I am. <laughs> We've been burning through details. Oh, my gosh. I'm like an avid 
like baking show watcher. Oh, Food Network vibes. Competition no, like shows? nailed it. Like okay. BBC baking show. Oh, or like yeah. nailed it. You like great, great British. Bake oh. Off. My gosh, I'm obsessed with that show. I'm so glad you're saying this. Not many people. I, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like nobody's into that show. Like, like I am. I like I like reality shows that are or like um, contest shows that are not American because they're yeah. not so competitive. Oh Everybody's my... just in it to do the thing. You're speaking exactly my language. Right they don't like yeah. sabotage each other. No one's yelling. There's no drama. It's like, oh, she she dropped the cake on the floor, and then everyone's rushing to help save the cake. Yeah, they all help each other. The judges are like. Ooh, you could you could have done better that time. And they're like, yeah, I know, you know. And they're like, oh, okay, yeah, okay. It. it was they're so nice. Like, I love watching that. I yes. love watch. It's so calming. Yes, it is. It completely calms me. I wish there was. In, I wish there was infinite episodes of it. I know because it's apparently amazing. there's like all these seasons that aren't on Netflix, so you have to right. steal somehow. You have and to I find don't them. know how to do that. Me neither. I don't know how to do that either. <laughs> I, I pay the subscription for Netflix. Can everything be available there, please? Literally. <laughs> like, well, no, that's only on Hulu. That's only on no, I'm Crackle. Not that's I'm not like, no, stop saying that's weird words. Is that a thing? <laughs> is Crackle a thing? Yeah, Crackle's a thing. Oh, for heaven's sakes. One more thing I don't there know. There was a thing called CISO with a bunch of comedy on it that I wanted to watch, but no. I never wanted to get CISO. No. You know? Just just resign yourself that if you don't have the subscription, you're never going to see it. Exactly. It's just like, unless it's on Netflix, it's going to be hard to make doesn't exist. We have Hulu now, actually. We did bite the bullet finally and get Hulu, which yeah. has been fun. I watched a few things on there, but I'm still just like No, I can't Netflix. commit to any of that. Well, I don't, I don't get how to search for stuff on there. I'm like an old man. Yeah, I know. Like, I like the, how the Netflix looks. <laughs> I can only use an iPhone. <laughs> I know where all That's the it. buttons are That's on it. this screen. <laughs> Yeah. That's how I feel about yep, that. Yep, yep, yep. That's amazing, though. People don't talk about that show very much, and I, I love it, and I want there to be more of it, because oh I gosh. love to come home when I'm tired and, like, turn that on and just sit there and, like... Yeah, just watch Mary Berry. Turn my whole eat brain things off. weird. Yeah, she eats things so she weird. Eats so weird. But Mr. Hollywood, or whatever his name is, I, I, I've read some articles about him not being the greatest guy. Oh, the guy before who's... the Me Too stuff, it, and it wasn't, and it wasn't really oh, like what? it wasn't the, like, all like Simon sexual of... or anything like that. It was just like it was just like a... he seems like like I guess I've just heard he's kind of a kind of a douche. greedy asshole and stuff. Well, that's and... how he's on the show though, kind of. Probably, yeah. I mean, he's a he's a male baker, famous male baker. <laughs> <laughs> what a, what a... He can't be a good guy. I don't know. It seems like you he's don't a, be a good guy a at that male level. Baker. <laughs> he's a muffin man. <laughs> Jerk! He's a muffin man. Oh my god! Oh my god! Can't catch him. He's a gingerbread man. Oh my god! Um. Oh yeah. So okay. Anyway, so who am I? Uh, what? Who I are said, you? Anyway, so oh yeah. Back I? to who are you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, that like little topic <laughs> completely oh derailed. Sorry, that. I'm sorry. No, no, no. That's that, that just shows you how my brain works too. <laughs> I cannot focus on a on a like a straight it. point for very long. Um. But yeah. So journey. yeah. You're from San Diego. Yeah. You've been singing forever. Yeah. Um. We we met because we did a cabaret at you you're, you did a cabaret mm-hmm. at Rockwell, which is a, a Rockwell table and stage over there in uh I guess is that called Silver Lake I guess is that yeah, Silver Lake. Yeah, Silver Lake. Park? So and uh, which is one of my favorite venues to play. I love playing over at, at, at Rockwell because they treat the musicians amazing and it's and like so my my friends are in the house band and that time the MD was uh, past guest Andrew Letterman. Oh. He's been on the show as well. So so that's that's cool. That's how we met. Yeah, that show was really fun. I um, and you won an award for that show. Yeah, I saw. I was like, Isn't whoa, that wild. That's yeah, that's so amazing. Wild. Can you? How did that? Did you submit that show? No, for, like, how, no, what happened I don't there? even know. Honestly, I I got one day. I woke up and I had all these congratulation texts, and I was like, I thought it was a joke because I was like, I don't know, I didn't do anything. Like at yeah. the time, I I don't think I was even like, I don't think I even had a gig. I was like, what's 
what's going on that's so exciting and then I found out that it was for Broadway World and uh, and I was really excited because that was the first show I've ever produced. Do you even myself. know how it got like nominated? Or no, anything? just like it was in the Rockwell well, somebody, stable of shows or something. Or? Somebody who somebody who represents Broadway World had apparently seen it and had nominated me because there's yeah. a ton of shows that went. Through oh, Rockwell. okay, yeah, exactly. There's um, always shows going on there. Yeah, That's and there was so only many. like three, I think three or four um, shows that had been nominated. And it was so funny. I was telling my boyfriend like all these names, all these like. The, you know, all these women that were on this thing um, that were nominated were these incredible women. Yeah. And all these Broadway shows and Dolly Sings and all the name, all the names of the cabarets were like very serious, like you know, right. over the Rainbow Bridge and like, do you know, my life on the and mine was like Donna sings musics. Like it was like, it was called, well, the show was called Donna Explains It All, a totally '90s cabaret. Yeah. I was like, what? How is this the one? Yeah, and How it is won. This the yeah. show that won. Well, that was because I had the same thing. Like we did that. It was like a one-off gig where yeah. I, like, everyone was awesome. Like you know, Josh and I back had no, I hadn't met him before the bass player. And oh like, yeah, he you know, was Emily, awesome. I know, I've known for a long time. Um, but it was a really fun fun hang with the band was awesome and the and like you know oh, yeah. hanging out there but it was a was a blast and then i said you just posted up and we're like thanks so much to the ba- like the people that were involved and i was like oh man and then you won it yeah, and i was so like holy crazy. crap i was in that show <laughs> this is great <laughs> it's so crazy because i never really like basically i'd been talking with my uh manager about like producing my own work and yeah. and just kind of this whole idea that as an artist in LA, a lot of times, especially as an actor, you're constantly waiting for somebody to say, yes, you can do the thing. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. And like, oh yeah, you have permission to act or you have permission to do this art. And it gets right. to be this like weird kind of, like you feel like you're not allowed to do it unless somebody else books you the job. Right, right, right. And so we started talking about me self-producing. So I kind of, I, um, I did some studio work and self-produced some um, music videos. And then we decided, okay, I'm going to do the show. Yeah, yeah. And I like I didn't even I didn't even have a show when I booked the venue. Yeah. And I went, okay, I'm gonna do it. And I wanted to do it right around my birthday. Uh, I ended up doing it two days after my birthday because my birthday was booked out. Um, yeah. I think like, uh, oh my gosh, what's the name from Jurassic Park? Uh, what's the guy from? What'd you say? What? The guy who's like uh, 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 from Jurassic Park. Oh, 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 Jeff Goldblum. Jeff right? Goldblum. Yeah, he's I think he the, had a at, show at the night yeah. on my birthday. <laughs> yeah. at, that at question Rockwell. just hit me so out of the. I was like, wait, what? Jurassic Park. But no, he Water plays Road. there every. Well, most Tuesdays. Right? Yeah, he played yeah. there all the time. Yeah, yeah. So I think he had a show that night, and they're like, "Well, you, can, you know, whatever." So I ended up doing it two days after my birthday, and I literally, I didn't, I didn't write the show. Mm-hmm. I didn't finish writing the show until like six weeks before, maybe yeah. maybe less than that, like a month before. Yeah, yeah. Because I just couldn't, I couldn't narrow. My focus. It yeah. was like I love so much music, and then and it was like four hours long. Like that's not. Yeah. A thing. <laughs> <laughs> and it needs to be like an hour and a half, basically, right? Like, yeah, and it ended like up that. being like it ended up being almost under an hour. That's right. Because okay, I yeah, cut yeah. music. I ended up cutting yeah. music because I was like, oh, oh yeah, we cut music at the rehearsal. I was gonna be too. bored. You're like, no, yeah. we we'll cut this, and we're like, yeah, oh. why did I do that? I know. Because you had some awesome tunes on. There I did. Too. I had some good music. Well, we'll get we'll get to some of that. I think because that was that was some of my that was that was a really fun show because you were pulling. I mean, it was. I mean, I grew up in the '90s too, so it was just like, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, just a bunch of awesome I never jams. get to play this music. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was that so was, fun. That's amazing. Yeah, that's good. Well, cool. Um, does everybody really love a slinky? Slinky, slinky. Wait, that's not the song. That's not the song, but it's okay. <laughs> what is that song? That's from Ren and Stimpy, I think. It's, it's clean up from Barney. Yeah, I know, I know, no, but Slinky does have a song. It's like Slinky, Slinky, something. It sounds. Everyone loves a Slinky. Everyone loves. Look, I don't know. I think I loved Slinkies. It's with this long staircase, and we used to start at the top and then go all the way down. 
Or like you'd race them. So like my sister had a slinky and I had yeah. a slinky and we'd race them to see which one got down the, the yeah. stairs first. And it's just totally luck, basically. It was always my sister. But how did she really? She was just older than me. She put so a little she probably like did it, it first. She, she probably it. like moved it first and I didn't realize she it. She colored it with graphite. She <laughs> Did you ever waited? Do you know about that? No. That was uh, when people built uh, pi- like pine wood derby cars. I guess it was a little boy thing. I guess uh, which it was lame because girls should oh, build those too. Oh, so the, it ends up being heavier. Well, you, yeah, you like you can you're allowed so much graphite. Like you can like pencil draw in graphite, so it like it adds a little bit of weight in the front, so you can like you know shoot down. Oh my the, gosh! The pine wood derby thing. No, that's fabulous. A little faster. No, yeah. I never did anything. So, like so that. maybe your sister was just using a lead pencil. I mean that drawing it, making that making that one brat. end a little bit heavier. So it's like whatever. Look at me now, Broadway <laughs> World Award. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Take your slinky wins. <laughs> Take your slinky wins all the way to the bank. <laughs> um, do you think that uh, is that's what she said? Is that still funny? That's what she's. It's probably not funny, but I still say it. Yeah, I know. I have a problem with it too. <laughs> like, like I, I always feel. I'm like, man, dang it, people, because people set it up so much. I know. And it's hard not to just knock it in. You, you know? know what I actually like better is when people go, "Ayo, I think that's funnier." <laughs> <laughs> but what does what does that mean? Does it have a meaning to it? Like, if you were to say something that could be like construed as oh. being sexual, instead of being like, "That's okay, what she said," right, you just right. go, "Ayo," Ayo. And, then, and everyone's right. like, oh. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like obvious without being all the way obvious. It's I feel like it's more obvious because okay. it's usually said loudly. And it's loud. It's but like it's a but that's funnier to me. <laughs> that is funny to me. Yeah, I think guttural sounds and like you know like you know something about the you know yelling and getting it out. That's that is funny. Because saying that means that it, you're not you're not just because it could it could not make sense. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's what she said doesn't make sense, but it's still sexual. So you say right. it, and then it's like, mm. but if you say uh. then it's then it's funny. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay, this is what I was talking about. Uh, goofy movie. Mm. Is that Best. a good question? <laughs> I'm like in the middle of a drink, like, oh! <laughs> goofy movie. movie. Are you kidding me? Um, that was one of the songs that, yeah. you, that, you, that you programmed for that show. Yep, that was the last Which I was song. like, Donna's awesome. That's, what I, that's when, when I saw that that uh, um, stand out yeah. was on the, yeah. was on the uh, program. I was like, this is awesome. I've never, in all the years I've been playing drums and Are all the songs... No one's ever had, no one's ever programmed stand out. You know what? You were awesome too, because that so whole thing fun. is supposed to be like synth. Uh-huh. The whole thing is just like, yeah. like there's no music, and I, I know, didn't realize yeah. that until I was like, yeah, Where we're gonna like, do that. And then I went to go sing it, and it's literally just like the bass being like, yeah. boom, boom, boom. I'm like that's it. That's yeah, all that's to, going we had on. To amp it up for a <laughs> yeah. live band. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love Goofy movie. I used to watch that all the time as a kid, and um, and the music is so great. Gosh, I can't remember the guy's name. Who did all of that? The one who who played the main, like the Michael Jackson type character, but he oh, right. is so fierce. Oh, what was his name? Um, it's something that I can't pronounce. I mean, I could probably pronounce it. I just can't remember oh, was, it. No, the what's truth. the uh, power line? Oh yeah, power yeah, line. Yeah, yeah, power yeah line. the guy who played power line is amazing. <clears throat> okay, and I love the background, the backup singer who's like in the bubble. <laughs> oh, right. that, like she's all like big <laughs> yeah. and it's like singing all big in the back. I loved it. It's amazing. I loved it so much. Those scenes are incredible. Um, are you into sports? Do you like sports? Listen, I don't like sports. I mean, it's not that I don't like sports. I think sports are fine. I think okay. it's great to enjoy them. Right. I like going to a game. Yeah, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I like basketball. Okay. But I don't really know much about it. Okay. I get attached to a team when I hear their like life story. And then I'm like, uh-huh. oh, he has to win, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, he loves his grandma. Yeah. Like, that's that's as deep as I'll get. Okay. Um. So if you were a sport. If I were a sport. What sport would you be? Oh, man. If I were a sport. Mm-hmm. 
So it's not what sports you like, which you know, I mean, unless unless you right, really think right. it'd be basketball. No, if so I you were... had to pick one, you had to say what sport am I most like? I'd probably know? be curling. Well, yeah. Yeah, because it's mysterious. Like, how does curling work? <laughs> Do you know? I don't know. No, nope. it looks ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, I get that. There it is. Yeah, yeah, but it's strong. You have to be awesome to play it. And it's an Olympic sport, and, and people love it. Sport. Everybody knows what it is. Yeah, but it's household name. But it's a little like aloof. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm any of these aloof. things. I think maybe I just want to be. That. Yeah, you want to be. Curly. I do. I'm, I probably I'm sensing do. that. I'm probably more like croquet. Yeah, I was gonna say like racquetball. Oh yeah, racquetball. That could be fun. I love that's racquetball. That's a little dangerous. It's fun. Yeah, that is, is a little dangerous. Racquetball is very fun. Yeah, it's like a two man sport. You know, it's, it's yeah, you're, it's the high velocity. Yeah, that's what makes me nervous about it. Very high velocity. Because that, that ball could go anywhere. Yeah. There's no, like, out of bounds, right? Isn't that kind of the point of it? Is that you could literally just, like, shoot the ball out of Yeah, it goes all over the place. And it's fast, too. You get huge welts and stuff. It's like paintball, almost. Oh, my God. Paintball is not a sport that I've I I've never be. done paintball. But I, left, I live next to a paintball, like, field, uh-huh. paintball park, growing yeah. up my whole life. Yeah. A crap ton of trees. Like, paintball tons of trees. Ma- that's amazing. In San Diego? Yeah. That's very cool. That'd yeah. be awesome. Yeah. It was pretty cool. I love I, I've done paintball several times. I still have a scar on my arm somewhere. There's a lot of like bro stuff around where I lived. Yeah. Like a lot of like motocross. And, San Diego like, can be pretty bro Yeah. A lot of bro because of the, the surf crowd. Yeah. A lot of like going Sicky to the Nar-Nar. desert wearing Fox and that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've heard that in San Diego in my time in San Diego several times. Sicky Narnar. Sicky Narnar. And I'm always like, stop saying <laughs> oh that. God, Why do I haven't people heard just that say in that? so long. <laughs> It's the only city I've ever been to where people say those it's words. Horrendous. And I'm like, what is that word? But the thing about people from San Diego is that they don't care enough about what you think. No, no, no. Like, yeah, they're like, yeah, that's I what we that. say. And it sounds dumb. And they're like, and? Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. say it. Yeah. It's what happens here. <laughs> that's what happens and you're here. like, mm, and okay. Yeah, confidence is key in that situation. Yeah, it's good. Great. <laughs> you're full of it. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay, so music theater or nah. Huh. Music theater or nah? Yeah. Music theater. Yeah, that's the answer. I was thinking. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so you you tour with uh, Bright Star. Yeah. That, who do you play on that? Okay, so I am a swing in that uh-huh. show. Oh, cool. That's cool. So, so you basically, have to do a crap load of work. Yeah, I did a crap, crap load of work. Um, basically, what that means is that I learn a bunch of tracks. So we learn like all the female ensemble roles. I mm-hmm. also cover the principal. Her name's Alice Murphy. That's the name of the character. Okay. Um. And I don't perform every night. So I basically kind of just wait backstage. I'm there just in case something happens. Like if somebody gets injured or gets ill or like has to go do something. Right. Like if they're, if they can't be at the show, then they would put me in. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, that's what I do. I, um, I had never done it before. Uh-huh. Um, normally they hire wicked dancers to do it because that part of your brain really gets exercised when you dance a lot you know like being oh, okay. able to do things in reverse or like say oh, okay you're doing okay. this you're filling in this spot or you're doing all these different roles just immediately fill a gap somehow. right yeah, and yeah. like my brain is like find center at all costs no just kidding uh, no but, but find my light find the light no uh but but so it was it was a it was a really great challenge and i'm 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 like really grateful that i did it because I think had I not been kind of, not pushed, because I wasn't pushed. I was definitely like chomping at the bit to, to do the show. Right. But had I not been given the opportunity to do it, yeah, I would never be like, oh, you know what I want to do is learn a bunch of roles I may never go on for. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. yeah. But I love it. That's awesome. Yeah, it's That's cool. really cool. And so you, you do Elsa, you do that. Have you been in other musical productions and stuff like that in the past? Yeah. I mean, I've been doing musical theater for my whole life. Um, I started 
like the first thing that I was ever in, I think I was in elementary school. My Mm -hmm. parents threw me into this like after school program where you do all these different things. Six weeks, it's like, you know, crafting and then another six weeks you're doing whatever. So it was like all these different things. things, One of them was theater. So we did all these little skits not skits like we did songs from like oliver and peter pan and stuff like that for you know things that kids would actually be in and uh and i fell in love with it and i always loved music and wanted to be a singer and like was obsessed with mariah carey from day one so oh my gosh she's fabulous um so yeah so i just started doing that and then when i got older i started taking voice lessons and started doing uh community theater and Mm -hmm. that was just kind of it it was the thing. It was a thing. It's just what I, I guess it's just, I, it always kind of felt like this is what I do. You You're know? a bit by the bug. Is that how you met yeah. your boyfriend? Yeah, he Which, and I met. Okay, remind me of your boyfriend's name. Mike. Uh, Mike. That's what, okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, Because I met, I, it was weird because I met Mike because I was, I was playing for uh, ABC production uh, for ABC. Like they were doing a pilot for Into the Woods for this thing. <gasps> Encore. I, Encore. I met, yeah. and I met Mike. Uh but just like in passing, like we met at Crafty yeah. and stuff. Like we were just like we were just getting food and like and I'm like, oh, so man, you know, and like we just we didn't really hang out because I was hanging out with the band and stuff, and he was and he was hanging out with the cast and working on stuff because it was such a quick production. Right. Like they were just like rehearsing the whole time, and the band was kind of just like hanging out for a couple of days yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And um, so I would talk to him at Crafty a little bit, and then when we had that rehearsal over at Amp in North Hollywood, um, he walked in and, and like and and you're like, oh, this is my boyfriend, guys, and and I, and I was looking at him like. I've met him before. Who is he? Like, <laughs> and then, and he was looking at me too, and I, and he's like looking at me, and we, and then it was like, somewhere towards the end of rehearsal, I was like, oh yeah, oh my <laughs> gosh, encore, you know. Did you ever and watch it? No, I didn't watch it because I was, I was traveling when I was, when it was, when it aired. It quite recently aired, like around Christmas. Yeah, just time. a couple. Yeah, I was like just a while, just yeah. a little bit ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put yeah. it up on Facebook. I was like, hey, check this show out. That you might cute. hear me drumming. Was it good? It was cute. I mean, it's like these poor people. Yeah. They're that they're like either they don't do it anymore or they're like pregnant or that was the funny. Oh my gosh! And they're like trying to do this. That made me sound really rude. Hard show. (laughs) That was hilarious. She was pregnant. (laughs) The reason that was funny was because the show. For those of you that don't know uh, what Encore is, it was it was a pilot for we did a pilot for a show to air on ABC that was like. They were gonna t- be like a high school reunion show. Or they'd go to a high school with that t- like a ten year reunion, that, and they would take the cast that did a musical, um, and then ten years later redo the musical with that same exact cast. They'd get all these people together and perform the musical. So they did that at a school in like in the Inland Empire um, here in California, and uh, they did. They it was a production of Into the Woods, and so the the lady that was pregnant was playing the baker's wife in Into the Woods. So if you know that musical. You would know barren. that the entire plot <laughs> is that the, the baker's wife is barren. Oh my God, so yeah. like the whole thing is she can't have a baby. And so to, for her to be redoing that role as a like eight and a half month yeah, pregnant Yeah, she wasn't just like kind of pregnant. That woman was like about to go She was labor. on like red alert the entire yeah. time. And it's oh, like, let's yeah. be highly stressed out. Oh my running gosh. around in the heat and like it was like july or oh my something gosh and like the poor insane. people like into the woods is not an easy show to no do it's that. really Music hard yeah. is really hard that's a really tricky show yeah that's insane and it's just non-stop the whole first number is like 10 minutes and it's just like exactly the whole thing it's sondheim and he's a crazy man i taught that show i taught the first number actually this is so funny i when i i used to teach theater in san diego called uh cyt um 
And I taught this like advanced musical theater class and we did the first number of Into the Woods. That's all we did yeah. for six weeks <laughs> was the first number because it's yeah, really hard course, to yeah. learn. And, and there were kids ranging from I think like 13 to 18. Maybe it was something like that. It was like an older thing. Well, one of these kids, the girl that was Cinderella, she Jackie Foster, who's on The Voice now, and she's killing it. Oh, that's awesome. And I'm like looking at her going, oh my God, you were this like tiny little cutie yeah. playing Cinderella in my Into the Woods gig. And she's like, <laughs> oh, I can, you know, and she's felt like her big, her big moment in that is like, little tree, yeah. something, it's something, nah, nah, nah. And, and now she's like on national television. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So you're like, that's cool. You feel like you're part of that little history there. Oh my gosh. It's totally cool to see her because all I see is like her at 14. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, just tears yeah <laughs> yeah yeah anyway mike so yeah you met so so that's how i met mike I, that's like totally side railed your like how you met mike that's how, so you, well, did you do run into each other in a music theater circles? well we met at frozen so i oh, okay. did um i did the final workshop of frozen um for the hyperion before it got like the final okay to become an actual show right so that was like in december it was like three years ago in december and then in february we all started our like big rehearsals for the show. So there was this cast that did it in December. And then, but in order to keep a show running seven days a week, three shows a day, yeah, um, three or four shows a day, they have to have multiple casts. And Disney likes to cast in between four and six casts deep. Okay. So like if you have 20 people, then if you have 20 people in the cast, you really need to have like 80 people to right. do the whole show or whatever. Just and on a constant so, rotation. Yeah. yeah, constant rotation. So they brought in a ton of people to learn um, the show, and he came in as one of the Hanses. Mm -hmm. So I met him that February, and we were just friends for like a, a year and a half, two years. Almost. Yeah, a year, that's a year awesome. And a half, I think, yeah. Um, we started dating in October of not this past October, but the October for that. Okay. That's yeah. A, yeah, that's awesome. Lori and I were friends for like nine and a half months or so before we started dating. So I like, I, that's cool. That's the first girl I had dated that, like in that situation. And I recommend it to everybody. I'm like, be friends for a while. Oh my gosh, totally. Figure it out. It's funny. Be honest I'm, with each other for a long time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because when we started dating, it wasn't like all of a sudden I was like, wait, who are you? Like I knew him. We were buddies. Yeah. You know? Exactly. And I ne but I had never really, I never really considered him. Like he had a girlfriend for most of the time that I knew him. Right. Um, and like, I never, obviously I never really thought of him that way. Mm -hmm. And, um, and they split up and we kind of got closer. And then I had a friend of mine was talking about her husband. She's like, oh yeah, we were friends for so long. And I literally never gave him the time of day. Yeah. And she's like, you just really never know. You might be friends with the guy that you're going to end up being with. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And then, <laughs> and then, yeah. And then we started seeing each other like a month later. That's amazing. That's so similar to like what happened. Cause our friends were talking to us too. Like, just like, that's awesome. You know, you've been like. Because we, 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 we were meeting, like, to have coffee and just, like, talking about, like, and, like, being open with each other and, like, just being on, like, we weren't mm -hmm. pulling any punches. Right. Because we were just friends. We were just colleagues. Like, we did, we just gigged together a lot. So, it was just a cool thing. That's how it started for us, too. So, oh, yeah. I recommend it to everybody. Now, I'm like, I had never tried it. And uh, yeah. it was always just, like, pretty. Now, we're going out, you know. And then it was like, that never worked. Yeah, because you can be like, oh, we had a great date. But then, like, three months later, you're like, we're not friends. Right. We yeah. don't like any of the same things. Yeah. <laughs> We both think each other sucks now. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is lame. Yeah, yeah. That's but the day that Mike and I like realized that we liked each other, we were both we went to Universal Studios that day and spent the whole day in oh, Harry yep. Potter World. Yep. And I was like, "This is the guy." Yeah, this is amazing. We're just having a I great time. Yeah. yeah. I was like, "Oh." Over a couple butter beers. Over literally <laughs> over a few butter beers. <laughs> I still haven't been to Harry Potter World, but I want to go. Oh, are you kidding me? And I've been, like, I've done gigs on the Disney lot 
in uh, like in Universal lot over in in Orlando uh-huh. and here Universal lot over here and I'm like and I'm and I've never gone and I want to go I've wanted to go forever it's so cool I don't know why I don't know what my problem is I need to go I don't know what my it. problem is honestly the best thing for you to do though is go when you know it's not going to be peak season like right. do not go when it's that's, crazy there's busy. a isn't there a website. I've heard there's a website just for that that's like go go yeah. these days this yeah. week or something well, like that. Well, the crazy thing is that like because because Universal because Harry Potter World there's only like really one way to get in and one way to get out. It's not right. like Disneyland where they designed it to be really fluid motion. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um. So you can like go. You can only fit a certain amount of people into Harry Potter World, and they'll yeah. just like stop you. Yeah. Like, there's no. a huge line to just get into the land. Yeah. And then there and then you just have to wait in line. That's not so cool. just go when everyone's somewhere yeah, else. Exactly. Go That's when everyone's key. at Disneyland. Exactly. Watching yeah. Frozen Live at the High Perion. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Short pants or long pants for a man? Short. What does that mean? Like at the ankle or like or like shorts or pants? Ooh. Any of those things. I like all those things. Okay. So I prefer. I think I prefer like pants. Yeah. In general. In general. It's like wear a pant. I mean, yeah. Or a full pants. Or, or like, or like, commit to the shorts. Like, I don't like cargo shorts. I don't like the like, kind of big baggy shorts. Oh, that like go too far down. Yeah, yeah like I'm that's not weird. I kind of like a European short. That's like you know, like, like a little bit of like above the yeah, knee. Yeah, like an inch you. or two above the knee. Like if mm-hmm. you're gonna do it, just do, do it. it. But yeah. I also like a pant that like actually comes down. I'm not a big fan of seeing like men. Do you like in those joggers with... that people wear? The, since you're oh, such I a, guess I do like do joggers. Do you like the joggers that I are like, like showing about two inches of skin? Yeah, but I don't like it when it's a slack with like no socks. See, that bothers me. Oh, that I hate that. It bothers yeah. me. And everyone's like, "That's so fashionable." No, no. And I'm like, "I'm like, put a sock on. Put a sock. Put a sock. Do not on. wear a nice suit and then not wear a sock. It looks odd. Don't do that. It's just weird. I mean, and, I and get it's it, trying but it's a too thing. hard. It is. It's trying. And it's, too and it's hard. weird because it's trying less than putting on a sock but somehow trying <laughs> harder my beer out. <laughs> but you know what it's I mean? trying it's like, less than putting on a sock like it's trying less but at the same time it's way harder yeah you know, it's, it's like lazy, you have to commit all day vain. to that look you oh know? yeah it's like you're, you're really trying hard by not trying like just put the sock on it's way closer but that's la and that's hollywood it's like people it buy 80 dollars shirts that look like someone yanked them yeah and like pulled the yeah neck pulled all the, the neck all the way down yeah <laughs> Like, yeah, I was just wrestling before I got here I just, for a it's while. Fine. It's fine. I just <laughs> I went to Old Navy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> for, yeah. I don't know who makes those shirts. Um, wedding cake, ice cream cake, or cheesecake? Oh, cheesecake. Boom. Cheesecake. Never agreed with you more in my life. I'm not a big fan of we- <laughs> We agree a lot. <laughs> we do. <It's> good. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of wedding cake. Me neither. I like the look of them. Yeah, it's fine. I'm that's not like, a big fan fine. of the taste of any of them. Are you cake or pie person? Pie. Yeah. I'm a pie and ice cream person. Dude. Yeah. We're, we're speaking all the same languages. Yeah. Now, but yeah. This yeah. is awesome. We like podcasts, like Great Great British Bake Off. Listen. Yeah, this is great. I love Great British Bake Off because they say every, they call everything something else. So what they'll be mean? like, the sponge, like, oh, but the sponge oh. is too dense and the chocolate tree, like they say all these things and I'm like, <laughs> what are they talking about? Yeah, I know. I think one of the, ver- like the very first episode, they're like, we're making biscuits or whatever, you know? And yeah. it was just, and I'm just like, when are they going to start making biscuits? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not a biscuit. <laughs> that's a fucking saltine. That's a <laughs> And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is the great British bake off. I'm getting, I'm starting to get this. I'm like, it. <laughs> it's foreign to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love that. That's hilarious. Okay, cool. So, all right. So my audience is starting to really get to know you and they like that. And they're, they're going, this is great. You know, this is fun. <laughs> 
Are they? Are you? <laughs> They're doing that. Good. Are you doing that? <laughs> um, and so that brings us to our first segment. This segment is called The Compliment Corner. Oh. The beasts of the forest can be mean and make your day gloomy. To make the world a better place, Ryan welcomes his friends to a magical space called The Compliment Corner. Welcome to the Compliment Corner, Donna. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> Isn't it great and warm here? Yeah, it is. <laughs> so wonderful. <fun. laughs> okay. All right, so what happens in the Compliment Corner is it gives me and my guest a chance to just, you know, forget how hard life can be. You know, the world's a hard place sometimes, a mean place. Life is hard. The government's crazy. There's bad stuff in the news all the time. And it gives us just a time to sit down, look each other in the eye. I'm going to give you a compliment that you, that I mean. You'll flip it. Give me a compliment that you mean. And we'll both walk out of here one compliment heavier at the end of the day. Oh, my gosh. I'm so ready. How's that sound? This is great. Okay. Well, welcome to the comment card. I'm Ryan. Hello, I'm Donna. Nice to meet you. <laughs> I like to have nice manners in the comic <laughs> Everyone's on their best behavior. No swearing. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so I kind of touched on this earlier. Um, that like I, you know, I meet people all the time, uh, as, especially because I, I, I'm a freelance musician. I do a lot of one-offs with people. Um, and part of why I love to do this show is that I get to, like, if I meet somebody that intrigues me or I really enjoy being around or I think is going to be an awesome entertainer, you know, or, or is an awesome entertainer, I, you know, I, I love having this podcast to go, hey, let's hang out some more and like, and like, you know, and like fortify this relationship. It's cool. And I love the opportunity. And, um, we met very briefly. I mean, we just we had a rehearsal, a quick rehearsal, and then we had the show where you were packed busy. I mean, we really the only time we really spent together that day was just on stage. You oh know? my gosh! Um, but I liked you immediately. You you have such a bright personality, which is clear from the beginning. But my compliment for you is that, like you said, you had so much, you had a lot of trouble, which I didn't really know about until we got to the rehearsal. But you started talking about it. You had trouble narrowing your focus, and the reason I liked you really quickly is because I could tell when I walked in that you were kind of like. Like there was some frustrations going on. Like you were fo- you're trying to focus in, and like, but like that's just part. Of, that's the yeah. reality of being yeah. a working oh, musician. Yeah. Like we we're all doing art together. We're trying to create something. We care about it. Your name was on it. You cared about it like crazy. You wanted it to be as best as possible. And like, and so when I get impressed, I get impressed by people the most. I think when I see them deal with hard times or struggles or frustration. And I thought you were just so graceful and gracious but when you dealt with frustration and and like that and that to me in a, in a rehearsal setting is huge because especially yeah. when you're trying to cover a lot of music in a short amount of time for something that you care about and everyone's new like you didn't know any of us when we walked into the room basically it yeah. was a one-off thing so it just it, it was a lot thrown at you and you just handled it very gracefully and i thought that was i think that's a really admirable quality in a musician and an artist thank you so i, I, re- you immediately know I really wanted to appreciate have you that i yeah. really do appreciate that because because I because I'd never done something like that before. Like I used to lead bands, um, you know, and every like things always happen at last minute, and yeah. like you can never really control what happens in a live setting anyway. Like yeah. that control is an illusion in general. Yeah. But like trying to maintain that illusion is just kind of all it does is stress people out. Big time. <laughs> you know. But but in that setting, you know, you want everything to go well, and you also like I didn't. I only knew a couple people on that stage fairly well. Yeah. And so it was like. So I really appreciate you saying that. Yeah, Thank definitely. You. Well, and it's, it, people don't always see behind the curtain like that. Yeah. And you won an award for it, the show. You know, and it's just like <laughs> you deserved it. I, I, was, I, I thought it was so cool. I'm just like that was a like highly professional like th- debut of a cool show, and you you like you put a lot of work into it. And it was just it was cool. I was just Thank I was you. I was when you won that award, I was just like hell yeah, I was glad to be a part of it, and you deserved it. It was cool. Thank you. Yeah. 
Okay, is it my turn? It is, yeah. Oh, this is great. I love this. <laughs> I used to go to this summer camp, and at the, on the last day of every, like, when you go every year, everyone hold a candle in the in your cabin. And when you hold the candle, then yeah. everybody in the cabin goes around and says one thing nice about you. Oh. And then you pass the candle on, and then the person holding the candle, then everyone says, Oh, that's you know? amazing. Yeah, so that's it's cool. Exactly, everybody yeah. gets to get built up. That, that's a compliment circle, I guess. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's so super it's, is. It's so different than this. It's but I, But I get what you're trying to say. But they're... <laughs> They're on the same street, but they're not like the same. Yes. They're not the same address. <laughs> um, okay, so this I, Mike actually and I have been talking about this every time we talk about the show. Uh-huh. Um, your name keeps coming up because I, you know, there were there were a lot of things in the show that I really wanted to do that I just could not put into words. Like, uh-huh. I want to do this thing. Uh, I want to like I have this idea for this. Or I have this idea for that. But like fleshing that out as a singer without any instruments is really difficult. Sure, yeah. And also trying to explain, like trying to explain your ideas just with a mic. And you're like the one that's like, so I was thinking in my room and I <laughs> recorded it. And it's like you going like. <laughs> whatever it's like it can feel kind of silly you yeah know? sure um yeah. but i so appreciated that when we were in rehearsal especially with um especially with this one song that i did um impossible uh-huh, yeah that i was like i want to do i want to make this a little fresh it was so we did um oh that's one, right that's one of the right. songs yeah, we that we did was like was the brandy version mm-hmm. of impossible from cinderella yeah. and i told the story about how i met her and how i met brandy and like this whole situation and and kind of tied it into my life and i wanted to do something with the song because it's you know it's essentially it's just like a musical theater song right and the way that they did it in the in the musical was essentially the kind of the same way but like you had this whole idea to to give it this kind of fun latin flair uh-huh. and and every time I listen to it, I like, I just remember how collaborative you were and how open you were to ideas. And you were so, I don't want to take your word, but you were so gracious to me. And I felt, yeah. I felt like, uh, really, um, like open to be creative. I didn't feel like I was yeah. being stifled. I felt like I could just be myself and make mistakes. And I really appreciated that. That's awesome. That makes me feel really good. And all the videos that I have, <laughs> all the videos that I have there, because like you, since you were right behind me, right, it's yeah. basically like you, me, and um, Josh. And Josh. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's like it. That's like all you can see. Yeah, yeah. But everybody look. But you guys look so happy, and it made me yeah. so thrilled to be like, I feel like they're having a good time too. Big time. Yeah, I was having a great time. That was a fun show, and like everybody was having a great time. I thought it was. A oh good my thing. gosh. That was fun. That was fun. That was well, that was great. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Do well, you have another cool. button to to play more music about the corn? Um, and not not. Concludes. I don't have an outro for that. It's oh, just, it's just that's just the front thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great job. Great prep. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, but that's been the compliment corn. That's wonderful. <laughs> I love it. I love it too. It's just a nice time. Yeah, that's fun. And uh, but yeah, I, I, thank you so much for saying that. Like uh, that's a big comment for me because I mean that's it's. I mean, I think people forget that, especially when you're a working musician, it's like it's art. Like you need to like like it's easy. It's it's so easy to get jaded because when you work, I mean, it's just work. Like you know, and right. people are always like, "Oh man, you get to do music." I was like, "Yeah, it's work." I mean, I'm driving my ass off. I'm hauling yeah. all this gear, yeah. setting up all this gear, doing work, you know, and it's 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 still work, but it's it's but it's it's not. I really try to I really try to focus when I when I get into a situation like that. Yeah. And collaboration. Collab, yeah. Collaboration is such a, um, like, 
you know, you can get a degree in collaborative arts. Sure, yeah. Because it's mm-hmm. such a skill. Yeah, um, yeah. It's hard to take what somebody says and interpret it <clears throat> and to put your own kind of idea into it, but also yeah. honor what they're saying and yeah. to listen and to really be there for the other person. Like, it sounds easy, but it takes a lot of work and a lot of skill to, to pull that off. Well, and a lot of people think, uh, like you said, I, 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 a lot of people say, put my, like, put my spin on it or whatever. And it's like, and people get, I think people get focused on the my part of it. It's like, oh, this is what I'm adding to this collaboration. It's like, no, I mean, like the only reason I had those ideas was because you guys were searching for something and like, and trying to find it. And it was just, it was just happened to be, yeah it was my spin on it. It was what you guys were looking for. Just like, you just needed the word put in, you know? Totally. But (laughs) I never would have thought, oh, you know, you should do this kind of thing. Yeah, sure. Because like, I'm not, you know, like I, I can't be a one man band. I'm not. Yeah, that's that's why Doing you need bands. Yeah. You know? That's why bands are the th- are the thing. Yeah. Everybody likes, you know. It makes it fun. That's what makes it good. Okay. <laughs> well, um, this next segment um uh, is called Get Your Dang Butt Out of My Face. <laughs> <laughs> when you get involved by the human race, what you gonna say? Get your dang butt out of my face. Did you write <laughs> did you write? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I wrote these ideas, and, and my buddy Chris Hackman, I'll plug him at the end too, but he, he helped me uh, before I had all my studio gear and was producing stuff a lot. He uh, he helped me develop all these in, like these cues and stuff, and it's he's just a, he's, a, he's just a sweet man. Who, I'm gonna have that stuck in my head. Good, that's good. Well, I, I mean, uh, it's it's lightly based on Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's not, not it's, it's not a different genius. rhythm. That's called <laughs> collaboration. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so and get your dang butt out of my face. <clears throat> this is an airing of grievances game. It's it often. Oh, comes, I'm ready. It comes right after a comment corner, you know, because it's like we just feel good. Yeah. Now to feel better, let's just get some crap off our chest. You I'm know? ready for this. So what we do, um, <coughs> excuse me, um, I invented this game because I like I like to, excuse me, again I like to go to comedy shows, and um, at comedy shows they're they're like you know they're like two drink minimum. And so, and they're often like very tight quarters. And then, so there's a waitress that comes through and you like, you order your beer or whatever. They bring the drinks out and then 10 minutes go by and then the the lady's coming over for drink orders again. And, and the waitress comes in front of you and she's, and she's taking the drink order in front of you. Meanwhile, there's a butt in your face and you're paid good, your American USD dollars (laughs) to see this good comedy, (laughs) but you're just looking at a butt. (laughs) <laughs> and, and and I always want to, like, I never do, but I always want to, like, take finger, poke butt, and say, get your dang butt out of my face. <laughs> but I don't do it. But it's how I've, uh, it's how I invented this game, because I, I like to get something off our chest and tell it to figuratively get its dang butt out of our face. Um, right. So I'll go first, yeah. so I'm not putting you on the spot. Great, great. Um, the thing that has been driving me insane lately is driving at night, and people wearing dark clothes running into the street what just run into the street like yeah, they're not paying attention oh. they they just they, they're wearing dark clothes because they're going out for the night and they're wearing all dark or whatever and they probably have no sock on there <laughs> so you just see a glint shirt. a glint of white hipster <laughs> leg <laughs> but uh you, you see they run out into the street and i i came closer last night than i've ever come to hitting somebody oh with my, my car and, and they th- were probably mad at you they were so mad at me <laughs> There was no, there was no crosswalk. There was no pedestrian crosswalk. Oh, they just ran out into the street. I'm coming. There was no traffic, 
that I was just, it was a neighborhood street, like, I was on my way home last night, and they just ran out onto the street, like, you know, just a regular guy, and then I stopped, he came really close to my car, and yeah. then he raises his hands up, mad at me, like, you know, looking at me all mad. Like, you're not New York, dude. You and don't I'm like, have dude, right here. you just ran into the street, there's no other cars, like, I have it's lights on my car, you know I'm coming, what is That's going on? That's the worst. On? And this kind of thing, I mean, that was the most extreme, because I, I mean, literally inches from hitting this guy. And, uh, like, three or four inches, probably, from hitting him. He was right next to my car, you know, and, like, and like all mad. He didn't flip me off, but he was mad. And I just tried to take it as, like, he's just shocked. He's not yeah. actually mad at me, or else that would have made me angry. <laughs> yeah, but, right. But I was just like, why do people do that? Use your eyeballs. Yeah, like, don't just, don't just cross. Don't just run out into the street. Or if you're going to do that, wear fluorescence. Yeah, don't wear At dark least. clothes and run out. Wear socks. It's insane. Yeah, and yeah. Well, I mean, that's the only reason I saw him. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, maybe maybe you shouldn't wear socks. That guy was good. Though. Oh, um, no. uh, but yeah, I hate that. So what I have to say is, anybody that's wearing dark clothes and running out into the street in the middle of the night without looking both ways, hey, you learned that in elementary school. So don't do that and just get your dang butt out of my face. Just get your dang butt out of my face. <laughs> um. Okay. Here's my grievance. Okay. Um. So next, the apartment next to us, when, when, when I moved into my apartment, it was almost two years ago, uh-huh. and there was this empty lot next to our apartment, and yeah. it was big, okay. and we could see all into the Burbank Mountains, and it was so beautiful, and with this balcony that faces it, so we always got to see, like, you kind of see the sunset go down, like, if you kind of peeked around, but you have this beautiful view of the mountains. Uh-huh. I move in, two months later, they start construction mm. for a five or six story apartment. Oh my. And it is still going. But now, so for the first like year, it was just unrealistic. Like it, the noise Insane was loud. outrageous. Yeah. And they do all of the loud stuff at, at seven six. in the morning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's insane. Like, I get it that it's hot. I totally get it. And if yeah. I were working construction, I'd want to do all the hard stuff early Before when it's it cool. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? You live in a residential area. They're surrounded by houses. They're not like right next to them is a little house. Yeah. It's not like this big fortified apartment that I live in. It's yeah. this tiny little house. And like, and then it's us. And it's so loud. And they're constantly yelling down mm-hmm. to each other because they yeah. have to. Yeah. So like they're can, not doing anything wrong necessarily. Necessarily, but it is horrible. But it's the, fa- it's the placement. It's the placement. And, it's, and now it's at a point where I thought, okay, well, the walls are up. Like the house, the, the apartment is almost ready to go up. Like they're ready to start, you know, getting people ready to move in. So I thought it was going to be quiet. But now they're running fire alarms all day long to test them. <laughs> so so there's constant fire alarms yeah. going off at seven in the morning. It's gotten so bad. Well, when it first started, I would call the sound. There's like sound ordinance boards, by the way. If this is happening to you, there is something you can do about it. Before 7 a.m., they're not allowed to make a certain amount of noise because of the sound ordinances. And if they do make a certain amount of noise, you're allowed to call somebody and complain about them. And if you complain enough times, they will get in trouble. Even if it's <laughs> two minutes before. Even if it's like 6.58. Yeah. Call on their ass. <laughs> 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 Which I have done multiple times. I'm yeah. like, listen, if I'm supposed to wake up at 7 a.m. and I hear you Does somebody answer the call? Or is yeah, it, they totally the answer. Okay, yeah. They totally yeah. answer. And you just say, this is the, it's on this and this. There's construction going on, blah, blah, blah. They start it at this time. And they'll be like, okay. And then they stop doing it. Ooh. I want my extra two minutes of sleep. Yeah. Get your dang butt out of my face. That's right. And turn off the fire alarm. Yeah, that's insane. Oh, my gosh. It's it's just crazy. <laughs> 
But now I feel like I could own my own apartment. Like I know everything that needs to be done. And it's done. insane when something like that goes on and it's so ridiculous. You're like, you have to ask God or the universe or whatever, you know, whatever higher power you might may or may not believe it, and, and just go like, what am I learning? What am I, what am I being tested like this? <laughs> Why am I being tested like this? What am oh I taking God. away from this? <laughs> Literally. Yeah, I hate that. I know. It's you. patience. It, it's always yeah. patience. Yeah. Speaking of grace and grace, it's like, it's just an exercise and patience and grace. <laughs> How do I let these men ruin my life? Oh my gosh. Literally. <laughs> yeah. I get it. I get it, man. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Well, the next game we're going to play is called Learning by Listing. Rapid fire. So, people get pressure. They feel pressure about this, um, but it's but it's not, it's a, it, there's no pressure to it. It, it is timed. Okay. Okay. Um, and they're just simple questions. I give you a topic, and then you have to list as many things as you can in that topic. Okay. Uh, in the time that I give you, so I'll give you twenty seconds for this first round. Okay. okay. Um, and the first uh, thing that you're going to answer is. Fruits that you can buy at a grocery store. Go. Apples, bananas, oranges, pears, kiwi, strawberries, pineapples, grapes, uh, st- uh, star, oh, uh, uh, star, star um, dragon fruit, uh, grapefruit, um, limes, lemons. Stop. Oh, yeah. wow. That's great. You did really well. I kept trying to say starfish. Yeah, you did, and, uh, and I know what you're trying to say. And uh, do you have you had starfruit before? I love starfruit. It's fruit. so good. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, it's amazing. And so you listed so many fruits. It was awesome. I saw. That's the most fruits I've ever been listed. I saw the Ralphs in my. Is it that I hit a record? No, I never ask anybody that. <laughs> That's fabulous. <laughs> Oh man, um, uh, no, that's awesome. So I think what people learn from that is that you're quick on your feet. You've got a ton of fruits in your in your rolodex of fruits. <laughs> I love fruit. I do. You got a ton of. Fruits. How often do you eat fruits? Every day. Really? Every day. What's your favorite? Um, be honest. Okay, I'm so specific. This is going to be silly. I love pineapple, but literally only in hawaii like i all eat oh. pi- i eat pineapple all the time right but i but my favorite is pineapple that you actually buy you go to like, that from dole a plantation dole in, plantation oh yeah have you been there to that dole yes. plantation in oahu yeah yeah it's amazing oh wait no i haven't been there i think i keep saying that i've been there i haven't been there okay but i've gotten to- <laughs> okay you're kicked out <laughs> I, didn't make- I didn't mean to make you laugh for everybody <laughs> But now they've learned something else about you. Now I'm a liar. But when you go to Hawaii and you chase the yeah. Oh my god, it's so good. That's like uh, that. For example, I, when I go, to, I go to Brazil a lot, and really, and they have they the pineapple there is just a different fruit completely. It's like white, yeah, inside, and it's like marshmallowy. It's like not even really sour. It's like more sweet than sour there, and it's just amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's and, a, it and it, it's like, like, like by that. the time it gets to America, it's like it's gotten so much sourer and yellower. And harder, you know. Yeah, but they make it. They they make it. They grow yeah. pineapples in Ecuador mostly yeah. for. And I wonder if it's just a different kind of Ecuadorian climate. Yeah, it's the climate. It's the. I mean, well, it's also the time from 
you know, farm to table. <laughs> really long For lack time. of better yeah. pretentious words. <laughs> that is so LA. <laughs> so, it's the most LA thing. Yeah. I love chefs that are like, I hate farm to table. Everything that you eat is from the farm to the table. Everything stop is farm that. to table. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. They're like, stop saying that. I hate that. It's like, you know. But um, yeah, I agree with you. Pineapple. So I get that. That's highly specific. That's your favorite yeah, fruit. It is. I know it is. But well, I, I get but it. It's, true. No. It's, it, it's fine. That's highly specific. That's, I mean, that's part of you. That's what people want to learn about you. you or know? like a peach, but it has to be in like the dead of summer where yeah. if you cut it open, the whole thing kind of like falls apart into juice. Right. I'm not going to eat a white peach. Yeah. No. It no. can't be crispy. No. Okay. That's not a thing. I get you. I get Here we you. go. I'm that's with you. Me. I'm with it. <laughs> <laughs> all right okay um okay the next round is also 20 seconds okay all right <clears throat> this is favorite games to play during the summer when you were young go uh skip it um Ooh. hide and seek a uh, freeze tag statues which was a game i think that we made up um <laughs> marco polo um Ooh. Uh, did I say hide and seek? Yes. Oh, dang it. Oh, Stop. what's what? I, oh, no. Mm-hmm. I was going to say the backwards hide and you seek. You lost several backwards hard, hide and seek. Or it's at one person hides and then as you, as, and everybody's looking everybody's for the one person, the person. And so as you find them, you hide with them. Ooh. So the last person to find the person hiding is the one that loses. Whoa, that's crazy. It's hilarious. And it's like easier and easier because they're like, if they're like under a table, it's like. Right. It can get crazy because nobody <laughs> All fits. All these people trying to yes, fit under a table. It's so funny. That sounds like a really fun drinking game, actually. Oh, <laughs> like, that as sounds an dangerous. Adult, like reverse, <laughs> reverse hide and seek yeah. as an adult with alcohol sounds oh, very yeah. fun to me. Oh, yeah. So good. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> no, those are some good games. You listed several good games. You lost a lot of time due to the wondering if you said hide and seek again. Uh, so. I think that shows the audience a little bit about maybe, you know, you're a confident person, but maybe sometimes you question yourself a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so this is a game that can really show people your ins and outs, you know, like what's, what's it all about, you know? It's all about reverse hide and seek. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So so, that's That's what you're looking for, that reverse hide and seek. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. I think when I think of summer, I think of, I think of late night, like I'm able to stay out later in the neighborhood than I was during the school year. Think of water games. You know, a lot of water. We're playing all oh, kinds like of... Oh, like a slip and slide. Slip and slide. You said skip it. That's right. That's what I wanted to get to. Yeah, skip it's were fun. Skip it was amazing. Skip it with the counter on it? Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I can't remember that's kind that of a same. solo was like, game. Skip it. Skip it. I can't remember the how that all went. I remember um, that little bit. I don't know. The only song that I can think of is Ribbon Dancer, and that's not... Oh, yeah. How did that go? Ribbon Dancer riding on the wall. Dancing to the beat. Come on and do it. <laughs> <laughs> incredible i think i think so much of like my musical taste and like and what informs me as a musician now is from 90s commercials and cartoons you know it's like you know ren and stimpy theme song hey arnold theme song like these things are huge you know Mm -hmm. crossfire theme song you know from that crossfire (laughs) exactly i can't do it my voice is messed up yeah, it's amazing. Gosh, that's so funny. I haven't thought about that in so long. Such a good song. Yeah. So that, and those and then the word that that was when I learned that advertising is is the devil because I begged for that game. You know, we had it was an expensive game. We didn't have a lot of money growing up, and I begged for that game because the, the theme song was so fun. The commercial was so amazing. 
You get that game, it's the worst game on the planet. Is it? It's horrible. Absolutely horrible. So uh, boring. That's so why horrible. Pe- no, people don't play that anymore. Crossfire is not a game you'd play. No, now. nobody plays that game. Yeah, it's not Monopoly. They spent know? all their money on the advertising. They and did, the and game. it was genius. They're like, we came up with a stupid game with marbles. <laughs> it's with marbles? <laughs> you shoot them around. <laughs> yeah. Crossfire is with marbles? It's little silver marbles, yeah. It's a real bummer. It's a real Pogs? bummer. It's the worst game. Yeah. Oh, Pogs are the shit. Yes. The best Pogs are the ones that you would get. Well, okay, this sounds stupid, but the best Pogs that I ever got were the ones you get from the dentist. From the dentist? Yeah, because they would give out Pogs instead of like candy oh. or like stickers or whatever. They'd give out Pogs That's and they good. had like the dentist's name on them and That's- stuff. <laughs> so you had like, get, you <laughs> that, were like, that part's toys. lame. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's like, like advertisement. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> well, that's because, because the point of pogs is that you go play your friends and you play, know, you, you cool. gamble, you know, yeah. you're ga- it's teaching kids how to gamble and like, but you're like, here's all my dentists. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but it gives you more pogs. You have more to play with. <laughs> you do have with. more to play with. That's true. That's hilarious. I loved, cause I loved it for that period of time that like Happy Meals and stuff came with pogs. Like okay. Wendy's had Felix the Cat yeah. pogs with a cardboard slammer. And, uh, you know, it was amazing. Yeah. I, I collected slam. I had a couple metal slammers. I had a metal slammer with a skeleton making a slam dunk. Stop. <laughs> oh, my God. You were the coolest. It was amazing. I won so many pogs with that slammer. I also had a, uh, a slammer with a cobra on fire. It was, it was <laughs> awesome. It's badass. It, it's the, it, it completely informs my, like, love of art today. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, on the wall, the there's, like, As you see, a looking cobra around the on fire. <laughs> That's so Let's just fabulous. paint a picture of this room for everyone listening at home. There's a dragon. Oh <laughs> you know what dragon. I really wanted to do in my show that I didn't do that would have been so fun was, um, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm building it up and now I can't remember the name. Uh-huh. It's when uh, Shaquille O'Neal is in that right? the, um The genie movie, Kazam. No, not Kazam. Okay, I was close. Yeah, you were close. But he, but he's, <laughs> he go, he's playing. Uh, oh, the, the, ro- Looney the Looney Tunes movie. Oh, that's Space Jam. Space Jam. You're talking Jam. about Michael Jordan, not oh, Shaq. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Edit this it. out. <laughs> so this game. <laughs> Edit this out. People can't have you have. People can't be thinking that you think that Shaq is Michael Jordan. That's no, they bad. can't. That's, but Listen, they're I was little, and he was a famous basketball player. That's true. We already yeah. have established that I don't do the sports. That's true. Yeah, and you so. like basketball, but you care more about their life stories. Michael right. Jordan has a very interesting life story. Yeah, though. but in the context of what I'm saying, the movie is about well, and there's the Looney only, Tunes. There's only one other basketball man that ever did a lot. That ever did movies, really. I think. I mean, there's probably a couple of other examples, but Shaq did a couple of movies. You know, he was Kazam, he and was he. Kazam. Uh, there was also like a robot. Or what was that? People will probably text me an email about this, but I can't remember the they name. Would text you an email? Text? Uh, no, I said and. <laughs> oh, but. I was like, who are you? Something like my, like my dad would say something like that. <laughs> gonna text me a tweet. Everybody's dad would say that. Yeah, dude, go ahead and text me an email later <laughs> and sign up. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's. that's my grandma always says, use that texting thing and tell her this. Use that texting Use thing. Use that texting thing. Or like, no, text the bank and tell them. <laughs> like, you can't. That's, that's not how texting works. It should work that it easily should. nowadays. Text you know bank. what? I, this is another get your name out of my face, but I'm not going to get into it that far. But you, you know what I hate is not is like when you call a bank, especially, uh-huh. and you can't get a person on the phone anymore. You can't get a person on the phone anywhere anymore. It sucks. Just zero, 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 zero. It makes zero. me feel old because I, t- I took my girlfriend's sister over to the bank. Uh, to open a, open up a bank account the other day, oh. and um, because she, she's new to LA, and so I was like, oh, let's go, let's just go do it. And so I called over there because I was like, because she was like, is there a minimum for it? And I was like, oh, I'll just call. So I called over there, and and I was waiting online. Meanwhile, we could have just gone, and they and they're like, sorry, all of our 
lines are busy, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what? It's it's like Wednesday afternoon. So we walk, we, we go over there, drive over there, and nothing's happening. There's no, there's yeah. nobody in the bank. We are immediately helped by like three people. Like, oh, oh, you got it, Susan? Okay, you got it? Okay, good. You know, and then I, we go immediately being helped. I'm like, why aren't you answering the phone? The only way that you can get somebody on the phone at a bank is if you have their card and it goes to their personal line. Yeah, you have and to. if you call yeah. like the bank. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big old mess. How am I supposed to get their card and their personal life? Look, I don't. You have to be an old lady like me. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, from a small town, and so like I know the banker at my hometown oh, where yeah. I started my bank account. Oh, that's amazing. So like yeah. my grandma, if my grandma gets a check from me, or like like a check is delivered for me in the mail, she can just go over there and be like, "This is for my granddaughter," and they'll be like, like oh, oh yeah, it's fine." It. Yeah, yeah, you're not allowed to do that. No. I shouldn't say that. I'm not yeah, telling I was like, you. That's bank- actually like highly illegal. You don't know what bank it. Yeah, but they like have Your known me my whole us. life. Yeah, I know. It's like this tiny little lady. She's like, I put money in my granddaughter's account. Um, <laughs> what are you in here? Money for? laundering. Yeah. Oh my god. To Fraud. someone else. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I never understood that. It's like, why can I not? If I have a check for somebody, why can I not deposit in their account? Give them money. Yeah, I don't understand. Look, I don't know. That's insane. they do it in my bank. <laughs> We're just getting into a lot of airing of grievances <laughs> outside of get your day, by the way. Please. Well, that's been a very, uh, I mean, we just went on for a long time about that, but the, uh, the other things uh, back in the other sentence, but that was um, a simple game called Learning by Listing. Rapid Fire. That All was right. the outro. That was the outro. You know, the outro is the same as the intro on that tune. Oh, well, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> it doubled, doubled, that's fine. Um, yeah, so homie, we're, we're coming to the end of the show. Um, moves by pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, so there's a few things we still do at the end of the show. And the first thing is, uh, it's obvious, I think to you now that this is an extremely inspirational show. <laughs> I think that's, Move over, Oprah. I think that's very clear to you. <laughs> uh, but what I do at the end of every show is, you know, the name of the show is Ryan is super strong. Um, and so what I like to ask all my guests is uh, specific to them is I say, are you super strong? Donna Loudon, are you? I am super strong. Yeah? I think I'm super strong, yeah. Good. So, like, what I like to do then, uh, I like to do it either way, whether people say yes or no, and (laughs) as for inspiration, (laughs) basically. So, basically, something that you can give all the listeners as kind of something that they can take as a mantra for the week until our next guest gets here next week and gives us advice of their own. It can be physical strength, emotional strength, edible strength. Spiritual strength, anything that, end, strength. Uh, anything that ends in a bull or ool. <laughs> um, I think that I think that a big thing that I've learned that has made me strong in this city, specifically in Los Angeles, uh-huh. is is something that we kind of talked about before about um, the fact that we don't have to ask permission to be who we are. Yeah. Um, which sounds very obvious, but I think a lot of times we want someone to validate us. We want some, we want to feel like we're being given, um, the okay to be who we are or to do what we want to do or to express ourselves in, in the way that we feel is appropriate. Um, you know, if you want to make a podcast, make the dang podcast. Hell yeah. You want to be an actor, be the dang actor, like do what is right for you, um, and express yourself in the way that you need to because all we have is right now. You know what I mean? Totally. Like if all I did was wait around for somebody to say, hey, do you want to do uh, a cabaret? I, first of all, no one's going to just ask you to do a cabaret. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, don't, I don't know that that's ever happened to any of my friends. Um, <laughs> I mean, it happens, but it doesn't happen to many people True. to be like, hey, go, to, go up and do this. But like 
I never would have met you. I never right. would have met so many of my friends. Um, unless I had said, hey, I want to do this thing. Yeah. You know, take the risk and just do it. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. And if you fail, so what? You did it. Exactly. You probably will at least once. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. It's all about that recovery. It's yeah. All about, it's, uh, that's, you only learn how to get better if you fail. So. Oh, my gosh. Fail yeah. and fail big. Yeah. Do it up. I'm used to failing. I'm going to do it all the time. <laughs> I haven't recorded one second of this podcast. We have to do it all over. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Made I was you like, look. I was Made like, you okay. look. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> and now let's start it from the top. No, it's um, yeah, I'm, I'm totally with that. And what I say to a lot of, a lot of my guests is like, I, I think that, uh, you know, the podcast medium is interesting because uh, I never know when people will listen to it. They, yeah. Like some people listen to it immediately when it comes out. Some people wait a couple of weeks and get caught up. Some people might not even know about the show now, but find it in a couple of years and it's yeah. still up and they listen to it. And hearing you say that might be exactly what they needed to hear that day. And that's why I like to leave the, the listeners with a little something because you never know when they're going to get hit with it. And I think that's very cool about advice in general, yeah. you know, just like, on the podcast medium. Just like somebody needed to hear that today, I think. So, yeah, and I that think that's cool. cool. Yeah, it's really um, cool. Yeah, so then the last thing we'll do, uh, well, the second to last thing we'll do is um, plugs because I want people to, fi- if you wish to be found, they can yeah. find you on social media or YouTube or, you know, shows that you're doing or things that they can check out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm on Instagram at Donna Genie. That's D O N N A. J-E-A-N-I-E. Um, I post a lot of, of upcoming things, sometimes like funny little videos of me singing or mm-hmm. um, gigs coming up. Um, I like to just talk about that. Um, I'm at the Hyperion at California Adventure doing Frozen. Um, there, every now and again, I often will say when I'm going to do that on my Instagram. Um, I'm doing, I'm in, I'm in the National Tour of Bright Star. Uh, everything that I've said we've pretty much gone over but yeah. that has a couple more cities we're going to um, uh, Worcester Mass New Haven Raleigh Dallas and Charlotte mm-hmm. and I think one more but I can't remember um, and we're doing all that in, uh, and that ends in July okay cool so yeah this the, this episode will come out either at the end of May or early June great so people have like a month to check it so out so then it'll be Dallas it'll be Dallas and um Charlotte and Charlotte. Nice. I yeah. love Charlotte. I love Dallas too, actually. Yeah. I Charlotte's either. Charlotte's amazing. I love that town. A little bit racist. Charlotte. <laughs> oh really? A little bit of that old racism floating around. Oh god. <laughs> Sorry if I have any Charlotte listeners, but oh, I'm yeah. sure I'm sure that they understand. <laughs> I'd be surprised if uh, there was a really racist listener of mine in charlotte yeah but maybe they need <laughs> to be here maybe they need to be listening to this right now <laughs> get with the times <laughs> it's just uh, i've experienced some of that i've been on tour there several times and i oh love it there uh, it's, uh, one of uh, one of my best friends is from there and i've been a bunch of time with his family there and i love that town so i'm excited um, it's a very cool place get try to get some fried chicken if you can locate it oh yeah that's my recommendation get some fried chicken if you can find some fried chicken i would have it there my favorite place to have fried chicken <laughs> if you can find it if you can find it and locate it you eat that <laughs> oh <laughs> they won't God. let you down there in that town with, with fried chicken that's amazing that's hilarious <laughs> it's just how it goes um well cool so um the last thing i do well thank you so much for being here is the first thing thank uh, you uh, it's, thank a, you it's been a delight me. to have you here and like i've said a bunch of times already it's just cool to get to spend some time and hang out and get to know you better and i think the whole audience is appreciative of that um and so i think the last thing i do is i talk to a listener or a group of listeners and so i'm gonna start that now okay 
This week, we're talking to the group of listeners who are early risers that don't understand other people's style of schedules. <laughs> this is kind of a get your dang butt on my face in a way. And I know that there's a few of you that listen to this show that, you you know, you get up in the morning, you drive to work. Sometimes some of you listen to this episode, these episodes on your way to work early. But my point is the people that live that lifestyle and then look at other people who live other lifestyles where they do most of their work at night and they look down on them or make fun of them. And that's not right. Everybody lives different lives. And some people are night owls, you know, and that's you, you got to stop giving people crap because they like to sleep late if they go to bed late. You know what I mean? If you're getting eight hours of sleep, it doesn't matter where the eight hours is. It doesn't make you a bad person. So if you're someone that's been feeling this kind of, you know, pressure from people, I want you to feel stronger. And if you're someone giving pressure like that, shut up. Shut up, dang it. What you need to do is listen to this podcast. Listen to the advice that guests like Donna Loudon give. You change your ways and you go in the archive and you listen to all of my guests from Rhino Super Strong. They're all giving you advice that that will help you better yourself. If you do these things and take it seriously, then maybe, just maybe, one day, you'll be super strong too. Just like Ryan.